0: Hi, I'm Caleb Matthews.
1: And I'm Mary Hofnagel,
0: And welcome to the What's My Therapist Reading podcast.
1: We read books so you can decide what's right for you.
0: And today we will be talking about Jessica Fern's Polysecure. We've been having this book on our list for a while. Yes. I have nominated it countless times and it finally won. So today <laughs> we are finally going to get to talk about it. Uh, and we're going to start off with a little summary. Uh, so... Mary, if you'll tell us a little bit about what this book goes into.
1: Sure. I'm going to just kind of summarize by talking about the structure, because this book is really well organized. It's organized into three sections. Yeah. So the first section is kind of an overview on attachment. Well, actually the first chapter of the first section is an overview on attachment theory in general. And then she talks more specifically in the other chapters in this section about different dimensions of attachment and models of attachment. And I, um, yeah, she really enhances what most kind of books in this category of books of like self-help does with attachment theory. So it's more nuanced. Um, And then in the second section, it is um, kind of an overview of consensual non-monogamy. And so she talks about that kind of in general. And then she also goes into more specifically about attachment and non-monogamy and, and the kind of the role that it plays. Um, and then in part three, it's about how to become more secure, like in your own internal system of security. Um, and then how that impacts kind of the relationship relationships that you're in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're so spot on. This book is super well organized and mm-hmm. just love uh, so much about how well put together it is. It's very well thought mm-hmm. through. Um, to go into some of the trigger warnings, we were kind of talking through this before. And there's not a lot of things that could be triggering as long as you know what you're getting into with this book. Because this book's called Polysecure, and it says mm-hmm. consensual non-monogamy on the cover that topic for some people is just a hard topic. And so you might be triggered if you're not ready to read about consensual non-monogamy, but I kind it's of very figure, inclusive, yeah, like it's very, very inclusive. It works to be like very informed about lots of different topics. Um, and it does just a really great job um but yeah. yeah if you don't want to read saying, about consensual non-monogamy then maybe don't read this book <laughs> but yeah but
1: you know, like when i say it's inclusive it is also inclusive of monogamous people i mean like there there's a lot to be had yeah in this book that can really enhance your relationships whether you know whether they're non-monogamous or monogamous yeah And so she's inclusive of that, even though, like, you know, the purpose, one of the, I would say one of the purposes of this book is to talk about specific things related to the dynamics of non-monogamy, but, um, you know, I think another purpose is to help people better understand attachment and how attachment impacts their relationships.
0: Yeah yeah and it does a really good job of that I, I agree like that's one of my things mm-hmm. under uh, to go into the next section like our general vibes mm-hmm. of the book like this book is so great on attachment like I do think that some people to go back to that trigger warning thing I do think that some people would have hangups with this book being about yeah. polyamory and like consensual non-monogamy and so like I think if I wanted to give someone this book they might look at the cover and not be able to take in some of the information Mm -hmm. but this book is probably one of the best I've ever read about explaining attachment theory like this and platonic
1: absolutely this book hits again the nuance of attachment theory in ways I often have to kind of I don't want to say correct maybe enhance yeah (laughs) when I have clients talking about their understanding of attachment theory from popular culture. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's super approachable for everyone. And if you do have hangups about non-monogamy, this isn't like a book with an agenda to convince people to be non-monogamous or anything like that. It's, it's, just simply mentions non-monogamy defines some terms to understand it better um yeah so you know you're not going to be hit in that way if that's a if that's a
0: fear for you
1: sensitive area for you yeah
0: yeah 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 i think anybody can get something out of this book and it's not like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have like a super strong agenda in any direction it's just kind of giving you information Mm -hmm. which is great totally yeah
1: um so yeah and for benefits i think that you know since we're talking about this too the attachment model in part one is just so excellent she gives different charts and models that really inhale like i love the nested model of attachment which I don't know, having words for it and like, a diagram was really awesome to me because I yeah. talk about those concepts quite a lot. Um, but this kind of gave me a more left-brained structure to talk about them in.
0: Yeah, very visual. Like, I also loved the charts, the models, the figures, glossaries. And she provides all of that. So, like, because mm-hmm. that comes with the audiobook, that's online for free. So I'm going to put that in... The um, yeah, the PDF, the, the PDF down below in the notes. So if you're curious to see some of the models that mm-hmm. she talks through, feel free to click the link um, below and you can look at some of these images. I think they'll be really helpful.
1: Yeah, I also really like when she when she plots relationship exclusivity on a graph with an x and y axis. Yeah, and one axis is. Um, emotional exclusivity, and the other is, phys- I can't remember. If she said physical or sexual, but
0: yeah, it's,
1: um... and that's really, I don't know. It's so helpful. And then each quadrant,
0: yeah, it's sexual is a place exclusivity. Different types of
1: relationships exist, and it just really makes sense of quite a lot of things.
0: Yeah. So it goes from high emotional exclusivity to low emo- emotional exclusivity and then Mm -hmm. high sexual exclusivity Mm -hmm. to low sexual exclusivity. And so those are the two axes that you're looking at. And then plots different, like what is monogamy? What is swinging? What is polyamory or polyfidelity? Like what's an open marriage? Like where do those different terms fall in this like X and Y axis that we just said? So that was so helpful to see it visually. And to yeah. help you maybe define that for yourself if you're wanting to, you know, check in with your partner about what you're wanting to do.
1: Which again, these are things that get miscommunicated about within the monogamous quadrant. Like in a quadrant, there's still a range on both of those axes, right? Like, Yeah. And so being able, empowered with tools to have conversations about what your comfort level is with certain things um i think is super helpful yeah Uh, a lot of miscommunication happens because that was never established which is also something that um in last month's book uh nedra tawab talked about yeah in the boundaries book too is being able to talk and negotiate these things
0: well, and have the language to talk. Like mm-hmm. that's what I think is so useful mm-hmm. about this book is it gives you like a glossary of terms. And then it also gives yeah. you these visual representations where you can point out like where you're at. So that way you just have more tools yeah. with this book. Um, so I also
1: think a huge benefit was the, the discussion of secure attachment with self and how that impacts the relationship yeah. and the model she uses Um hearts for improving the attachment both in your relationship with others then the s in hearts is doing heart with yourself
0: yeah and so hearts just to uh be clear is like it's an acronym and so the to go through each of them Mm -hmm. so the h in hearts is for here being present the e is express delight the a is attunement The R is rituals and routines. The T is turning towards after conflict. And then the S is the one Mary was just talking about, secure attachment with self, which is Mm -hmm. so, so important. And I'm just glad that she emphasized it because that's... Mm -hmm. um, That model is just so helpful. And that's one of the things that I think is so good about this book. There are so many books that spend 80 or 90% of their time defining, like a term or a problem or what's going on and then like shove the last 10 percent of the book with um what you can do or like tools or resources and this book is not that way this book has like Mm -hmm. at least half i would say of the book is here's what you can be doing and here's like tools that you can be using Mm -hmm. and like here's a whole chapter on like all of these different parts of hearts and it was just so well done. Um, yeah,
1: we we also talked a lot in the in the book club about you know hearts being applied. Like it's written here within the context of a romantic relationship, but we talked about it in all types of relationships, especially like a parent child dynamic I know came up and like oh my gosh. So what we're trying to do is help people improve in all these areas of hearts to foster the more secure attachment in their child. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's a really great little model. And she gives really good examples of how each of those elements, like being here, being present, there's many different ways that people can show and communicate that they're here. And present with you. And so I think it gave a good range of like, oh, it could look like that or like that or like that. It's not as though there's one way. So you can find what fits for you. And it really empowered readers, I think, to be able to assess these are which areas are ones that like I'm already really good at for myself, I'm already really good at for others. Um, I'm already good at in these types of relationships or these types of relationships. And then here's areas where I can grow and, and how it might be different in different types of relationships. You know, like sometimes maybe you're really good at being communicating, being here and present for others, but not for self or vice versa. Um, It was really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really loved the, um, the other one that stood out to me was the attunement chapter. Um, She's just, It does such a good job of Mm -hmm. every single one of these sections but one of the things that I think was so good throughout the whole book is how well cited everything is like she is just giving resource after resource like showing that she's read like The Ethical Slut or like so many Uh books that are like building blocks like she makes sure to shout them out um, when she's talking about her own book and like she's not only shouting out, she's like saying, this is what they said. And then here's like where we're at now. And so I think that that's one thing that I really appreciate about this author that makes me um, curious to see. Cause um, one, of the, one of the drawbacks that I would say is that there could have been more examples in this book. And there might be, cause she wrote another book called Pollywise Um, that goes into this topic even deeper which I'm like really excited about for her because it's like she did such a good job with this one that I bet she's just going to keep revising or writing new material as you know the world changes and as we get more terms and as we start to understand these things better so I, I think this author is just really on top of her game like knows this topic well
1: yeah. And well, I just love it when a book is really well-cited and yeah, um, too. we've noticed this trend before it, it does. Interestingly enough, the books that we have noticed are really well-cited have been written by female authors. Yeah. Um, platonic was the same way. So well-cited. Incredibly That's one well-cited. of the best cited books I've ever read.
0: Yeah. Well, and that platonic one for our best book of this year. So shout out yeah. to platonic and to let you guys know, like, We've got Best Book of the Year's out, so be looking for that in our feed, too, and on Instagram. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I'm trying sources? to think if
1: there are drawbacks that come up
0: for me yeah the only one i could really think of that i already mentioned was like more examples like there were there are some books that do a really good job of like including examples or like how does this fit into the human experience like i remember trans plus did a great job of like having like yeah such a good book and does such a good job of like one of its strengths was that it had like here is a person get to know them really quick in this paragraph and then like get to know maybe some of the issues that they, were, they might have. And I were wish like that personal this were that. journal
1: entries and they're amazing. That's one of my favorite parts of that book too. Yeah.
0: Um, and I wish that this book had something like that, where it was like, here's how it's going to show up in the day to day.
1: Yeah. Whereas it just had a few examples. Yeah, and, there
0: were some. But... And
1: I think in the group, it felt like, you know it felt like those examples were somewhat limiting because they were just there were just a handful so you could only
0: yeah
1: hit a couple of things yeah. um, Well,
0: and i think you're doing a great job as an as an author if the thing that people are wanting is more so <laughs> that's if, also a good point <laughs> yeah um, but yeah she did a really good job who do you think this book is recommended for
1: um i i think there's something in there for everyone i i think there is a lot of value and i was i was surprised by that i expected this book to feel much more niched um
0: yeah me too
1: but it didn't to me i felt like oh my gosh that's something i want to share with this person and this is something that could really be impactful for this person and the people I wanted to share those pieces with are not in consensually non-monogamous relationships, or nor is it something they're pursuing. Um, But there was just a benefit for all. I mean, gosh, even when she talks about speaking for your parts instead of speaking from your parts. IFS shout out, yeah. And then she also, uh, you know, one of the really powerful things was – I'm so sorry. I got distracted by a cardinal out of my window. To <laughs> Just be honest. Um, oh, when she talks about, you know, we tend with monogamy, we tend to rely on the structure of the relationship for security rather than the relational interactions and attunement for security. And like that is a game changer concept I think that we could all benefit from exploring. It can improve our relationships to notice where I'm relying on the structure to feel secure in this relationship. So we're missing out on ways we could build a more powerful relationship. Um,
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of how I would turn that into an example because I said I wanted examples from this book. And like the one that's coming to mind for (laughs) me me is like, If you have a tradition that's like this relational structure of like, we always go to this restaurant on this day of the year, like instead of focusing on that, the tradition being the thing that brings you closer to someone, just trying to focus on the relational interaction, like what you do with them on that day. I don't know, but that could be a
1: ritual or or part of your heart's connection. So it depends on the context of why you're doing that.
0: But to me, it's
1: more about like, I feel like I'm solid in my relationship because I know you're not, because she's talking about the structure of monogamy itself. So like, because I know we're monogamous and you're not engaging with anybody else. And this is where I think it can get, we talked a lot about different ways people can you try to use relationship exclusivity to control the other person in our discussion and so to me it's more about that so that i can feel safe and secure because yeah i know who you're interacting with and when and you know things like that
0: yeah well the structure of the relationship being like maybe rigid around monogamy rather than like focusing on the relational interactions, like what your actual relationship with that person looks like.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that is such uh, a good piece of just to repeat what Mary said. So you're relying on the structure of the relationship rather than the relational interactions. like For security. For security. Um, which
1: is interesting because I'm, you know, I don't know. I could I could go down a rabbit hole, so I'll stop. But
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think there is. There's just something in there for everybody in this book, um, as long as you're willing to pick it up, even though it's got the word "polysecure" on the cover. Like it's there's there's a lot of good information in it. Um, yeah, give it a try. Who would you say the author intended this book to be for?
1: I mean. I don't, I think, I'm trying to remember if she actually said, but I mean, I think definitely people who are already in consensual non monogamous relationships, boy, my, that was a mouthful for me today, or who are considering pursuing consensually non monogamous relationships. Um, yeah. I think that's her target. Yeah. But she does write in a way that makes me wonder. Is that really the only people you were writing to But i don't know
0: yeah because it feels so approachable it does make me question but yeah te- like the title would make me think that her her editor is okay with it being such a niche group but man so many people can take stuff away but yeah her intended audience Oops. i guess people pursuing consent consensual non-monogamy
1: yeah, the subtitle of the title is attachment trauma and consensual non monogamy.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, that she does a good talk good job talking about trauma in this too, which I'm glad to see the trauma informedness of the Yeah, feedback. and the
1: feedback I got like before you know, we read this book for a long time. It's been recommended to me. Um and the it's recommended with that kind of subheading of the recommendation that there's something here for everyone it's a really good book about attachment yeah um and i i completely agree after reading it i'm like this is such a good book about attachment <laughs>
0: yeah well and if you're wanting uh to get this book like highly recommend uh also want to shout out that uh this book's available on the hoopla app so if your library your local library has that it's available on ebook and audiobook through hoopla so you can get this book for free through the instant download on on hoopla so um if you're at all interested highly recommend checking out that resource that'll be below in the notes um or get the book and check it out for yourself maybe just those attachment chapters if you're uh maybe not interested in the non-monogamy part yeah yeah Well, I think that's it for today. So thank you so much for joining us. And um, please feel free to follow us on Goodreads or Instagram by clicking the links in the notes. Until next time, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.